Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, everyone? It's time for another Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. We got a hell of a lot of stories today and some information about guests coming up on the live show. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be awesome. Gentlemen, the king. Hail to the king, baby. I'm in the house. What's up, everyone? What's up? It is Freezing in Chicago. I'm getting tired. This is like I'm living in Seattle or something. Rain, rain, rain. Next thing you know, it's one day of freaking nice weather. That is rain, rain, rain. Totally tired of this stuff. Anyway, special guests coming up uh, on 4.30, or actually May 1st. Uh, well, hold on a second. Let me check that, man. I don't want to give you guys the wrong dates. Uh Let's see here. Yeah, the 30th. Tomorrow, we have special guests from Motorcycle Rights Foundation. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. That is at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Motorcycle Madhouse Live. And then next Thursday, we got even a bigger guest coming on. We will be having the investigator the private investigator on the keith palumbo case yes that if you haven't been watching our coverage of that that is about keith palumbo uh he was actually found in a cemetery uh in a vault and sad state of affairs that story so we're going to be having uh the private investigator on that was on that case and he'll be given more information more background on it uh but Everybody's been wanting us to keep on that story, and we will be keeping on that story. We have gave the club a chance to put out their side of the story. We're still waiting. As of now, they just gave a statement, but as always, they get to put their side out if they wish to. I actually uh, suggest it uh, because I know there's some confusion within that club. You know, you got the Chester County Warlocks, and then, you know, you got... Uh, a club that came out of that and they are not a part of them anymore so uh maybe that's you know something that needs to be cleared up that way they ain't tied to somebody like this prick out in wyoming that did this now as of now he is still in uh, wyoming on uh, gun charges where i guess his girlfriend gave him uh, <laughs> gave him a gun this after he shot his last girlfriend but she gave him a gun or something like that that's what they're saying anyway and it had the serial numbers taken off but he is still in wyoming and there's others uh in interest with this story now get this there is a woman that was head of security for this cemetery and let's just say uh, she has ties to the club. Yeah, we'll listen. We'll learn about that uh, next week. But uh, that came from a very reliable source, very reliable in 
sad state of affairs, like I said. But anyway, let's get to the news today. Okay, first up from Twin Cities Pioneer Press. Yes, our firefighters are kicking butt out there for the homeless the young people especially they rolled through metro with meatloaf everybody knows i love my firefighters uh the red knights uh great club uh do a lot for the community uh by frederick mellow clad in blue jeans and black leather dozens of motorcycle riders rolled into the west metro fire station in new hope with masks and handkerchiefs draped across their faces and singular mission in mind Every Monday and Wednesday for the past month, the mission has been Meatloaf. The riders, you know, Meatloaf's awesome if it's done right. The riders, most of them current or retired firefighters, hell yeah, are best known to each other by names like Scenic and Flash. On their black leather vests, they carry the proud crest of the Red Knights Motorcycle Club, Minnesota Chapter 4, and in the two Jeeps that trailered their Harley across the metro on Monday night, they carried freshly cooked meatloaf bags of it. Uh, if you're over on Spotify, iTunes, or the radio platforms, you'd come on over, you to see pictures of them handing over uh, the food. The goal to deliver meals uh, and groceries to homeless young people, mostly in their 20s, living at motels through the assistance of vouchers provided by the Greater Twin Cities YMCA. Now, let me address something here. We got all these homeless peoples in this country, a whole ton of them. And one thing I can't stand is freaking politicians say, you know, they always seen the freaking side with illegal immigrants. You know, right now during this damn crisis, we don't need that. Uh-uh. We need to think about our own people. You, you I've heard from uh, listeners from L.A., uh, New York, just how bad it really is, man. It's like 10 cities over there. It's like a third world freaking country in the United States. But hey, let's keep on letting the illegal immigrants in. That way, the one party has future votes. That's how they work, man. I live in uh, the state of Illinois. It's commie controlled, as I call it. And that's their goals. That's what they do. They're crooked as hell. But you got idiots that still vote for them. Anyway, it's amazing, it's so rewarding, said Nick Scenic Vogel of Lino Lakes before explaining to some 30 riders that have the group would head to delivery destinations in North uh, Minneapolis, Bloomington, Burnsville, Egan, and St. Paul, and the other half would head to the western suburbs. Quote, we get the size of people coming every week because everyone just loves doing it that is awesome man not only do they run in the buildings while you are running out but they also help the community by feeding these kids and the meatloaf oh it's good said 23 year old robert tucker a former factory worker who recently transitioned from a Minneapolis shelter to a Job Corps program and now in a Bloomington motel with the help of the YMCA. I like meatloaf, you know. That's awesome, you know, the Red Knights getting out there doing that type of stuff. One thing I don't get about the homeless program, or the homeless issue, if you would, is, 
you know, there's a lot of freaking abandoned freaking buildings, a lot of motels that are abandoned. Why not transition it to shelters instead of letting them do decay? That's just the way, you know, I think right there. Sad state of affairs that in the United States we have a situation that is out in California. But hey, you know, people keep voting for them. Anyway, I'm going to keep on saying that because it is really getting disgusting lately. Because it seems like our rights are being run roughshod right now. And I'm talking about that later on in the show and my final thoughts. For those that are going to Laconia, Bike Week has been postponed to August. Uh, Bike Week, uh, which along with Memorial Day weekend traditionally marks the start of the summer tourism season in New Hampshire, has been postponed to mid-August over concerns surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic. The 97th Progressive Laconia Motorcycle Week, also known again as the oldest rally, has moved from June 13th to 21 to August 22nd through 30th, following a unanimous vote by the Laconia City Council. Uh, the executive director of uh, the Motorcycle Week Association said canceling the popular event which draws nearly 300,000 riders and enthusiasts and millions of dollars in tourism revenue was never a serious option. And we'll go on, he quotes, there is a very large economic boost to the state and people everywhere. There were was no thought of canceling at all. It's going to be different and tough for some people to get here as far as vendors go, but I've been on the phone with a lot of them today and they'll do it. They're just happy it was postponed and not canceled. As of now, Sturges is still going. And uh, let's talk about the Freedom uh, Fest that uh, we're going to be attending uh, in July. We're just waiting on the word if it's still going to be held or if it's going to be pushed back. Uh, it looks like a lot of this stuff. Uh, I can't believe you know, I'll talk about it in our final thoughts. Anyway, let's go to the big story everybody's been looking forward to. Here's some crap. Not only does Hot Cars, and we got one coming up from Hot Cars, uh, Mr. Wizard's crew uh, on the next segment, but now Complex is in the game. The most dangerous biker gangs in America. Yes, outlaw motorcycle gangs have been a thorn in the side of the U.S. law enforcement since the 60s. Actually, it should be reversed. Law enforcement's been a thorn in motorcycle clubs' uh, side since the 1960s. But again, this is the media. They always take Leo's stance. Uh, today, now, their dangerous organizations are engaged in criminal activities on both coasts and throughout the American heartland. One percenter motorcycle club so named because the AMA has said that 99% of motorcycles are law abiding, run drugs across the borders and participate in litanies of additional crimes from contract killing to petty theft. Yes, sounds like somebody's a freaking Sons of Anarchy freaking fan. Uh, I guess they don't watch our wall of shame. 
where the cops are out there doing what they say others are doing, you know, projecting on everybody. Anyway, here's some of their list. The Warlocks. Territory. Eastern Seaboard Approximate Membership. Now they're giving approximates of more than 500. The Warlocks have such a brutal reputation that many outlaw bikers refuse to associate with them. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. The gang has a history of extreme and wanton violence, including assaults on rival leaders and indiscriminate killing of police officers. The Warlocks are most active in Florida, where they have 11 chapters. Next, the Highwaymen. Territory Detroit, with several chapters scattered throughout the Midwest and South. Approximate membership, more than 300. Based in Detroit, the Highwaymen are relatively small compared to the likes of the Outlaws and the Hells Angels, but hasn't stopped them from disturbing the peace in the Motor City. The club was founded in the 1950s and have been subject of several large-scale investigations. The most recent in 20 or 2007. That's a long freaking time ago, guys. Just saying. Ah, the Black Pistons Motorcycle Club. Let's see how stupid they got this one. Uh, territory scattered across the United States, approximate membership 400 plus. Hmm. Some 1% or or jobs are so dirty that even the most feared clubs in America won't touch them. You know what? I see where this is going already. When that's the case, the gang calls in the support club, a smaller group that deals drugs and commits violent crimes at the mother club's behest. The Black Pistons are the official support club of the Outlaws, and their members have been involved in crimes across the country, including a drug distribution ring in Georgia, a broom beat down in uh, Michigan, and a grisly dismemberment in Illinois. You're full of crap. I've said this a million times. It's not allowed. Uh, if you were caught doing some of that kind of stuff, you were thrown out of the club. This is all BS right there. Uh, Vagos Motorcycle Club's on the list. It, uh, there's an approximate membership of 4,000. Now, you see where this list is going, man? They're just picking all the popular clubs and throwing it together is what they're doing. Uh, you get a lot of Leo talking points in this piece. Uh, the Vagos' main business is coordinating drug smuggling from both sides of the Mexican border. They were also involved in the assassination of the Hells Angel member in Nevada in 2011. Oh, let's bring that up. You know, the case where everybody was dropped. All the charges were freaking dropped. It was self-defense. This article was written May or April 21st. It is April 29th. But it is not in their story, is it? It's not in the article that everybody was... Oh, wow. Now you can see the media bias... Big time, big time. The Sons of Silence, Midwest and South, approximately uh, 250 to 275. The Colorado-based gang is one of the smallest on our list, but what they lack in numbers, they make up in ruthlessness. The Sons of Silence have been embroiled in turf wars for decades. They initially carved out territory in Colorado, Arizona, and Kansas, and later aligned with the Hells Angels for protection. 
Are you freaking kidding me? You know what? The Suns don't need protection. and This is how misinformed the damn media really is. They throw crap out there like this. <laughs> Far as I know, the Suns never needed protection, man. They uh, walk on their own and all that stuff. So you can see why a lot of people get pissed at the media. They don't want nothing to do with the media because they put this kind of crap in it. Unreal. Unnut. It's nuts. The pagans are on it. Uh, then the banditos, you know, because I'm getting kind of, you know, upset just reading this damn article because all the stupid stuff that's in it. And this is the way squares really think. Then the outlaws are on it. Then the Mongols. Uh, then, of course, the Hells Angels. Then they got the Avengers Motorcycle Club on this list. Uh, then the breed. Man, the breed. I haven't heard uh, about them in a while. Outcast are on this uh, brother speed basically you can see uh, the whole article uh, just hit the description box and you'll see the link to it but you know I can only go so far with the the BS in this that it really gets to like you know what you're more like putting real bad propaganda out there <laughs> but you guys can click the link read it yourself and see what you think personally Complex, you're worse than Mr. Freaking Wizard, if you ask me. Okay, our wall of shame. Everybody's new freaking favorite here. Uh, motorcycle Madhouse. Gallison police officer arrested again. Accused of violating bond by John Wayne Ferguson out of the Galveston News. A suspended Galveston Police Department officer was arrested Monday and accused of being in the house of a woman he'd been ordered to stay away from, according to the Galveston County District Attorney. Prosecutors have asked a district court judge to revoke his bond and order him to stay in custody. Justin Pofovich, 38, was arrested Monday evening at a home on the 4600 block of Avenue P, according to police records. He does look like a schluck. He really does. He was charged with violating the court order, according to cop records. Pochevich was indicted on January 23rd of domestic violence. There it comes. There's the charges. He's accused of hitting, pushing, and grabbing a woman by the neck in two different incidences in 2019. See, they're beating on women because they can't beat on real men. Uh, and when they try to do that stuff, they always have the badge and the gun. Popovich was indicted again. Uh, was arrested and formally charged in January in order not to communicate with the women, go within 200 yards of her home, or to possess a firearm. But I guess he's getting paid leave, right? Police were called Monday to the woman's home and found him inside with his truck parked across the street according to the motion to revoke bond. Police arrested him and impounded the truck. While officers prepared the truck to be told, they found two handguns inside. The woman was not harmed in the incident. He was booked in the Galveston County Jail. He is a sergeant in the Galveston Police Department. He has been, okay, so they put him on unpaid leave. My fault, they usually put him on paid administrative leave most of the time. 
Since October 17th, he was placed on leave after the criminal complaint was made against him. The police department didn't disclose Potrovich's suspension until he had, after he had been indicted. I wonder what playtime they're going to have with this schlock. Justin Potrovich, he is your newest Leo Hall of Shame inductee. Before we get to my final thoughts, don't forget to listen to Motorcycle Madhouse over on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and more. Take us with you on your ride. Also, don't forget to become part of the throttle on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Now, for my final thoughts especially on this crisis that this country is currently going through. And I believe it's a crisis, not health-wise, but because our civil liberties are in huge jeopardy right now. Yeah, big time. You got people that want to give away, you know, and go against HIPAA and HIPAA's your right to medical privacy. They want to give all your information to law enforcement if you had this stuff. And what's more disturbing is, see, I see all these numbers being thrown out on the media about, okay, we had this many cases, this is how many people died here, but there's been studies out of New York, Los Angeles, that says, you know, up to 12% of people could have had this stuff, meaning, you know, they're non-symptomatic, and that goes into the hundreds of thousands, and then at that point, the death rate is like at .025 or something like that, Uh, but you get a lot of people freaking out there, and it's funny, if you go on the this news stations like I do on the uh, Facebook or internet, you see these comments, oh, we got a shelter in place for 18 months, are you kidding me? You're really kidding me, right? No, it is a power grab at this freaking point, a power grab. You know, you even got states like our dumb state here in Illinois, who is so corrupt and mismanaged out of Chicago, it's unfreaking believable asking for bailouts for pensions to teachers and all that other kind of crap because they mismanagement, but that's their key voting block. Now, I hate to get political, but when our rights are in jeopardy, you got to start standing freaking up. You got to, you know. It's not only biker rights that we got to stand up, which you do, you really do, uh, and you'll be hearing that uh, on the MRF uh, interview. The Motorcycle Rights Foundation going to have a lot of good stuff to, uh, to talk about in that, how you can get involved, and I always say, hey, you know what? It don't cost more than 25 35 bucks a year to go ahead and become a member of one of these motorcycle rights organizations, because if you don't want to get an actual, you know, get out there and work for it, at least you can donate it to it. That's just what, you know, my feelings are. Uh, but if you don't start standing up, your rights are going to be taken away by this, man. There is nothing worse than... People right now are at home, have no damn money because they can't freaking work. $1,200 ain't going to get anybody nothing, man. It's not. People got to get back to work. 
And this is a form of control. Oh, we'll take care of you. Yeah, how did that work out in World War II with all those concentration camps? Just remember that, man. And for those people who say, well, that can't happen here in the United States, you're freaking ignorant. That's what I have to say to that. You're ignorant. If you cannot open your eyes and see what the hell is going on right now, you're a freaking moron. That's what I have to say about that. Uh, as far as that list, you know, usually I try to read through the whole story and give the whole story. It just gets freaking stupid how these people put that kind of stuff out there. Everybody knows there's bad in every sector of a lifestyle, man. It's not only bikers, but it's freaking you know, act, activists are even bad, okay? But that kind of crap. No, that ain't cool. You got one saying a major one percenter club that's been around for freaking ever had to get protection from this one, which is totally damn false. Then you got one, the Pistons one I always laughed at, because if you were caught doing anything, you were thrown on the damn street, man. It's not allowed. But these people always push this law enforcement narrative that's why we're doing a wall of shame every time we do a segment we're letting people know hey look what goes on here you know they're always too busy freaking picking on clubs that nobody brings up the fact that these guys have more arrests all the damn time than anybody else out there and they're sworn, swore to an oath they affect people's lives and they're the ones doing the same stuff too. So, you know, that's my thoughts on that. Don't forget to check your local motorcycle events because God knows everything's being canceled or rescheduled. We're trying to keep up on them, but it gets hard. Uh, don't forget, next week we do have the lead private investigator on the Keith Palumbo case coming on air to talk about the case. Uh, get a lot more uh thoughts on that uh giving them a little more structure on how everything went down and also a surprise that's uh coming out on that and again we've reached out to the club and said come on the air man give you guys a side of the story that way you can let everybody know hey you know this is the way we feel about it because we always give both sides uh people have been saying hey you're giving bias reporting well you, you know what you got to give us our, your side to get out on air. Or, you know what, it's always going to be one-sided. That's just common sense. So, uh, you know, you guys make sure you start staying safe and start fighting for your rights, man, because it's really getting freaking ridiculous. Again, don't forget to join us on our platforms and all that. I appreciate all the support. It's getting good out there, man. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat, yeah. Like a radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is Jay Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!